do you want to win a photo shoot with me? Virtual or in person, so you don't even have to be local to Nashville. Okay, the one-year anniversary of this podcast, of the Create Beautifully podcast, is coming up on February 14th, Valentine's Day, and there is going to be an anniversary extravaganza that is going to last from the 7th through the 14th. And there's going to be some really awesome giveaways, and the ultimate prize is a photo shoot with moi. If you haven't seen any of my stuff, go to lizahippler.com. And if you want to make sure that you are on the list to know when and where and how to enter, go to lizahippler.com slash anniversary and put your email address on the list. Okay. It is also in the show notes, this link. So click on it, get your name, and maybe you'll win and we'll get to meet each other and it will be the coolest thing ever. Okay, so now that we've got that little teaser out of the way, I'm so excited for you to hear this episode when I talk to Clarity Coach Diana Morris. We talk about how can you be sure about taking the next step? How can you be certain that you're taking the right step? We talk about purpose and are we in fact thinking of purpose all wrong? Is there a way more centered and beautiful way to think of purpose? Um, spoiler alert, there is. And you're going to love all these secondary questions that Diana comes in with to most of our, most of our really common questions around how do we make the next step and how do we find our purpose and what's our path? She's got some really great clarifying questions, shocker. So please listen and enjoy this episode with Clarity Coach Diana Morris and me, your host, Liza Hippler. Welcome to the Create Beautifully podcast. This is a space for those who believe in the possibility of change, healing, and leading an abundant life. We explore these transformations by nurturing connections with the divine, accepting our bodies, listening to our souls, embracing our unique gifts, talents, and passions, and then serving the world around you as only you can. Join us, whether you're an open-minded and open-hearted soul or someone curious about cultivating more openness, on the journey to live life with more presence, peace, purpose, and personal power. Who doesn't love some alliteration? I'm your host, Liza Hippler, here to always remind you and call out in you the incredible person you know you're meant to be. Let's dance. Hi, Diana. Hello there. It's so good to see you and speak with you. It's We were talking before this. It's been some, some lunar cycles since we've gotten yes. together. Yes, it has. Yeah. It was I, finally last year. I don't know why it took me so long, but I was like, I need to start going back through my clients and be like, I need some of them on my podcast because they're all brilliant. And most of them are women, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when I was looking through my, so um, I'm doing themes this year. So we're starting out with a four-week theme called New Beginnings. Mm-hmm. And when I came across your name, I was instantly like, oh, well, yes. Like, of course, <laughs> we're going to have Clarity Coach Diana Morris on. And I was like, please let her still be doing this because I feel like I'm like <laughs> dealing in the world of entrepreneurship. It's like, well, actually, now I'm, you know, teaching butterflies how to like the save pivot. the planet. Pivot and you're like, okay, a pivot. Then yeah. <laughs> you were like, no, yes, same thing. And also, here's all my information and let's do this. Let's do it. Here it was are. awesome. Let's do it. I would love to know. I I really like to start out with my guests. Like you have so you have so much wisdom and so many amazing things that we could just get into practically that I think everyone is really going to love. I'm really excited about hearing. Um, but I also just kind of love to share with people just your story. I think sharing our story is really important um, for us for others. So if you kind of want to share a little bit of it and how you got to where you are. That would be awesome. Yeah, the origin story. It started March 6th, 1989. No, um, that is my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, nice. I, 
started in the world of clarity coaching and entrepreneurship kind of by by circumstance and not by accident, right? But it was more of this is something I've always done and now I just added a label and a website to it so I could reach people beyond mm. my immediate circle. Um, so by training formally, I am or I was for nearly a decade a higher education administrator. So I worked in colleges and universities um, in everything from international education, so study abroad to housing and residence life. And my most recent role, um, the kind of swan song of sorts, was in student conduct. So essentially, I was one of the most popular people on campus. Students loved coming to me to talk about decision making and the choices they made on a weekend night. And while I was doing all of that in the background, it was really for myself trying to figure out what is the point of all of this, right? Like I got these degrees, I have this job and they're great. I'm enjoying the work I'm doing. I'm enjoying the people I'm doing it with. But like when I think about my life and the grand scheme of things, what is the point of it, right? Like what am I really working towards beyond the accolades, beyond the email signature, beyond all the things? But like, am I actually happy? And is this definition of happiness Mm -hmm. and fulfillment still the same as it was when I first started out on this path? Or has it changed Mm -hmm. as I figured new things out about myself and the world around me and how I wanted to show up and all of that jazz? So by way of origin, and when I referenced, you know, that I've always been doing this, I was, or I have been the person that folks come to when they're like, hey, I've got the situation, or I need some feedback. Can you be a sounding board? What do you think about this? Help me understand, or I'm thinking about this job. Help me with my resume, and da 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 um, So really helping people start asking themselves those questions. If you're going out for this job, what are you actually trying to accomplish? Yes, it's great to have the title, but like, how does it fit into your overall life? Or if you're in this relationship, how does this person help fulfill you or help build on what you're already creating for yourself independently. So those types of Mm. conversations. So then I started doing it, you know, with my immediate friends, family, classmates, coworkers, folks working for me, and then segued into doing it for strangers who could find me on the internet and say, hey, I need help with Mm. these questions as well. I need to get some clarity around the who, what, when, where, why, how of the things I'm doing on a day-to-day basis, day in and day out. So that's how I've ended up here succinctly in a spark notes version of things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. What, what do you think led you to it in the first place? I've often wondered that, like, I don't understand hmm. really what there, I don't think there was ever just like one main moment of like, I woke up one day and said, oh, this is a thing. I think it's just a culmination of experiences. Mm -hmm. So growing up, my mom is a teacher, my dad worked in education as well. So it's always Mm -hmm. been that learning environment Mm -hmm. of, you know, there was no summer really in my household. My mom would bring home workbooks and we would have like summer school. So it was always trying to read more, learn more, try to figure out how people think Mm -hmm. and act and do the things they do. And then flipping that into helping to communicate that and have those conversations with folks um, as well. So I think it's just a general curiosity about what all of this is because we're making it up. We're in a floating rock in space, right? So like we (laughs) are making all of this up. So as we're doing that, what are we putting into it and what are we hoping to get out? So I think it's that education and that curiosity mm-hmm. piece that's kind of yeah. manifested itself and shown up in this particular form. Yeah. And so that must have then stuck with you as like a positive experience. Because I could some people be like, I could see some people just kind of doing that and going, I will never open another workbook again. That was enough. <laughs> you know, like I'm out. Peace. I'm mm-hmm. going to climb the Himalayas. Like, <laughs> you know, no, I think it's a, it's a great thing. I am very thankful for it. And, you know, I can't escape it even if like I know no other way. Right. So it's like mm-hmm. the alternative is what? Just not <laughs> like that just doesn't yeah. work or make sense. Um, I mean, I say that now. I'm sure when I was younger and I was like, I just want to sleep. <laughs> or I'm like, watch right, cartoons. Right. Um, but looking back at the wisdom of hindsight, very thankful. Yeah. 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 You even just like, oh, you just, your presence and the way you speak just has such clarity. Like I just, it, it's like, I feel like anyone could just listen to you and be like, I believe wholeheartedly that Diana will help me find clarity by the way that you're being, which I think speaks a lot because it's like, you know, you're walking your walk, you know, or you're walking your talk. That's what it is. You're walking your talk. 
Yeah, and even yeah. walking the walk as well, right? Because I think, especially now, as I'm looking around and just like observing and seeing, there's so much stuff out there, right? We're oh just my inundated gosh. with all of these opinions and how tos and quick fixes, and it's just, it just can be so overwhelming. So, how do you yeah. kind of sift through all of that to find out what is actually real and true? And then what is real and true for me, right? Like, yes, I can see all of this, but like, what do I actually want to internalize? What do I want to align myself with? Yeah. What do I want to spend my time, energy and focus on? And I think yeah. it's very easy to just kind of just take it all in and just let it wash over you and weigh you down. So it's really, yeah. I really appreciate you saying that you can sense that there's honesty and authenticity and integrity behind it because yes, I walk yeah. the walk, I talk the walk, I do all the things um, because- mm-hmm. For me, it's no other option but to be this. Yeah. Even even when, like, just note to listeners, even when I reached out to you and was like, hi, how are you? How have you been? Will you be on my podcast? You responded and you were like, yes, I will. And also to prepare you, here is my, like, here are the things that I send people. And you had, like, you had your signature topics and you had your bio and you had your headshot. And I was like, this is, this is like hashtag goals. Like... <laughs> It's the educator. I, it's the school, the woo. schooling behind it. It was, a, there are some people who I have as, this is, part of me is like, I don't know if I should admit this. There are some people who I have as podcast guests. I am, I'm working on this and I know I should not use an I am phrase behind this, but my pattern is habitually five minutes late. Just five, like five, <laughs> like nothing, right? Like just enough to be like, there's no real reason why I needed to be five minutes late, right? Like that's not, it's not even this gap of like, oh, all hell broke loose. And I was 20 minutes late. It's like just enough to be like, well, I tried to fit in one little thing Mm -hmm. and that just pushed me. And every once in a while I have a guest where I'm like, I can't, I can't do that today. I can't do that today. And I was like, cannot do that today. And then we had, yes. And then we couldn't find links and we started 20 minutes late. But it's okay. Um, But yeah. And I think like before we jump into kind of some of your advice and some of, um, you know, these deeper questions, these new beginnings, I, I feel like too, I feel like everyone is searching for some form of clarity, you know, whether it be in terms of just like feeling like a sense of certainty you know, I know what I'm going to do. I know what the choice is. I think also feeling, um, I think spaciousness comes with clarity. You know, you kind of can let the things that don't matter fall away. And I think we can feel so cluttered just, I mean, with, with material objects, but also just like emotionally and mentally, and it can feel so crazy. And I think, um, I say that kind of leading into like, I was going to share my word for the year because it goes a little bit along with clarity. And I think, I think everyone has a little bit of their way in kind of with, with whatever word resonates with them. Right. So clarity, like I said, it could be spaciousness or feeling more certainty or some, my word of the year, I'm big on word of the year. I just did a word of the year workshop is release. And there's, I've realized like I need to, I want I want this clarity. I want this spaciousness. And for me, it just feels like maybe it's being Enneagram 7 and all the ideas that I have and, you know, the things that I'm like, oh, this candle would be so cute or this, you know, it's this combo of things that is like, oh, first I think I just need to release the things that just no longer serve and kind of like see what's left and find clarity in that, you know? Mm-hmm. I just feel like everyone, everyone's got a different way into it, but we're all kind of desiring something similar. Yeah. And I think you can you know? end on the head with the idea of that certainty, right? It's like, how can I be mm. sure that this is the right decision yeah. or the right thing to say or the right thing to do? And mm-hmm. what I've come to internalize and realize is yes to that certainty piece. And then for me, the key is figuring out what I want to be certain about. Right? Like I can't be mm. certain that me sending this email is going to get the response I want or me applying to this mm-hmm. job is going to get me the job and the salary and whatever the case may be, or me talking to this person is going to go well and we're still going to be able to you know, maintain our relationship after that. I can't be certain of that. 
what I can be certain mm. of is regardless of what happens, I will be okay. I will figure it out. I will make it to the other side. It might be uncomfortable. It might take a long time, but I can be certain regardless of the external happenings and results that no matter what happens, I will be okay. And redefining that idea of certainty for myself has helped with a lot of release and just comfort and just security and knowing I can't control outside of me, but history has shown me, experiences have taught me, evidence has proven time and time again that I'm okay. I figure it out. I make do. I struggle. I I succeed. I celebrate whatever the case is. So I love that you use that word because I think that's really the key of like, mm-hmm. how can I be sure? Well, what are you trying to be yeah. sure about? And that changes mm. the conversation. I think too, if you don't mind, if, if we go down this kind of like, regardless of what happens, we'll be okay path for a second. Because mm-hmm. this is kind of like, this is, this is lots of stuff that I think, I think we get, um, we get kind of told and maybe we think about, and I think it, I think it also kind of factors into self-trust. Right. Learning to trust yourself that I will be okay. So here's my question. Because I was writing, I started doing morning pages. I've done almost five weeks of morning pages. Mm-hmm. And um, I really kind of dove into this. So I love that you mentioned this because now I want to know your thoughts on it. So here's the thing. I started, so you kind of said, how can I be, you know, what are we going to be certain about? So I want to know, regardless of what happens, I will be okay. What do we mean by okay? Yeah. And I think that is a case-by-case basis, right? My version of okay is going to look very different than your version, very different from the person listening, very different from the person they'll talk to later. And realizing that we get to define that for ourselves, right? So for me, Mm -hmm. my version of okay is knowing that I did the best I could with what I had, that I gave myself Mm. grace to mess up if needed, right? I gave myself grace to acknowledge when it worked out, I give myself permission to speak up when I need to, um, Mm -hmm. and on and on and on and on, right? Someone else's version of okay will look very different based on their context, their needs, what they've got going on, where they are in their life situations, et cetera, et cetera. Um, So once we're able to identify kind of like our version of homeostasis, like taking it back to biology Mm -hmm. class, right? Like all organisms, we try to maintain a certain rubric for survival. Like if this is all good, if our temperature is 98 point, what is it? Six, seven. If we, Mm -hmm. our heart rate is a certain point, that's, we know that we are surviving. We're able to continue on. What does that look like emotionally? What does that look like mentally? What does that look like financially? What is your homeostasis? What is your version of okay that you need to maintain and then use all your decisions and um, hopes and actions as a metric that you line up to that. Will this throw me off? Will this move me forward? Will this take me back? Will this blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I I had kind of realized that I think my definition of okay, like I will be okay, or I can trust myself was really intense. I think I realized that it was kind of like, I will be strong no matter what. I can handle anything that comes my way. I will not break down. I will make the right decision, you know? Mm. And I was writing and I was like, that, how can you ever trust yourself to like, to be inhuman basically, you know, to like kind of be a robot. And I was like, this has to be a lot softer. So I love when you said, um, that your version of being okay is knowing that you did the best you could with what you had. And there is grace in that. And there's Mm -hmm. self-compassion in that, Mm -hmm. you know, and like, and you said giving, you know, giving yourself permission, you know, to speak up or even just to like melt down. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just being like, let it be like, look, yeah, I I don't have it in me to repeat myself again. I gave you all the resources. And if you are unable to meet me here, you're doing the best you can with what you have as well. It's not an excuse. It's an explanation. And if it's Mm -hmm. not in alignment, then I can take whatever steps are necessary after the fact. But that also extends to other people, right? Because similar to you, that idea of like being human, I remember this was like a month ago, a couple months ago. 
talking to my therapist about something and, you know, blah, 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 this happened and then this happened and I felt this way. And she's like, oh, so you're human? And I was like, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, throwing around some big words here. But it's yeah. really this idea of like, oh, yeah, that's what happens when you're doing yeah. something, when you're living this life for the first yeah. time, you're figuring it out. And sometimes it's messy. Yeah. And that's okay too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times it's messy, right? <laughs> Most of the time. It's mainly messy. That's how I yeah. feel. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to use some of that on my children. I did the best that I could. And these are my expectations. Now it's on you. <laughs> yeah, now that we know we have more information, we can do things differently because we have the information yeah. we either didn't have before or we didn't view as important enough to consider before. And if you yeah. don't like what happened, then we can make adjustments. We can pivot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think all this is a is a great piece too to take into, you know, to tie it into new beginnings a little bit, because I think there are so many people who are like, how do I trust myself? You know, how, like, you know, regardless of what happens, how do I know I'll, I'll be okay? Mm-hmm. You know? And I think, I think when we're jumping into new beginnings, whether that's something huge or just, you know, small changes, um, I think that's where people get, right? Like, am I making the right choice? Am I, yeah. you know, so, so maybe we kind of jump from there. Like, let's, let's talk about some of the things that people might be kind of choosing to do at the beginning of the year. And I like approaching it from both ways. Like I like approaching it from the people who are like, new year, new you, like, you know, <laughs> here I go. All the changes. Yes. Cause there are those people, right. And they need mm-hmm. support Absolutely. and they probably need the, like, when you fall <laughs> support. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's not true. Some people will make amazing changes, but some will be like, and when you fall, it will be okay. And then we've got some people who are really just like, I just can't. Like, I'm just, it's, you know, it's overwhelming. And there is this fresh energy of a new year. And I kind of think just taking on some of it, even if it's just like, I'm going to start a new habit of five minutes of breath work a day or five minutes of just breathing in and out every day, you know, just something that's like, I, I'm just moving forward. So, so in kind of the new, new beginnings way, I'm going to go with, um, I love, you know, I love that you sent me, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. Am I supposed to directly name these, but I love that you sent me like the questions that you just feel really like really, really knowledgeable about. And the first one you sent was, um, how do you begin figuring out what you want to do with your life? And I think, I think anywhere in in that whole range that I just gave, like the big jumpers and the people who just need to take a breath for a few minutes a day, I think everyone in there is kind of like, what do I want to do? You know, like we don't, we don't make these giant fresh starts if we feel we're super on the right path. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know if we're as motivated to like fresh start, fresh start, fresh start. If we're like, everything's amazing. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Right. Does that make sense? No, it does. I think, <laughs> I don't remember the specific quote or who said it. So cite your sources, sorry in advance. But the idea that, you know, you don't make a change until something is painful enough, right? Or uncomfortable yeah. enough to actually do something yeah. about it. Yeah. So I think there is yeah. a lot to it of like the idea of a big change, right? This brand new hoopla, whatever you're trying to do, is because there was something about your current circumstances that was no longer uh, tenable, right? Like you no longer wanted to do that thing or feel that thing or experience that thing or have that thing. So you want to do something different. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So kind of in that vein and adding it in, I really love this question. How do you begin figuring out what you want to do with your life? I feel like it's just a perpetual question. I mean, my personal experience is like, uh, this feels right right now, but it doesn't feel like the thing. And this feels right right now, but it doesn't feel like the thing, you know? So please, (laughs) for fresh beginnings, how, how do we begin to figure out 
what what to do with our lives? That's such a big question. It is a big question. And I think the weight of it makes it feel so much more out of reach than, than I think it actually is, right? Mm. Because for me, when we, it's Good a similar news. question, like, how do I find my purpose? Right. right. Yeah. And I, I feel as though what I do with my life and my purpose in this world is to live, right? Like of mm. all the, the things that could have been, right? All the eggs, like we want to go into biology, right? Like all those things, yeah. it made me. And then of all yeah. the experiences that I've had, all the people I've come into contact with, all the places I've been, the conversations I've had, the things I said, the things I didn't say, things people told me, da, 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 da. they all kind of converged into creating this mm-hmm. version of me who's sitting mm-hmm. on a computer screen with you right now. So mm-hmm. what I have nothing, I have no other purpose than to just be who I am and do whatever it is I choose to do on any given mm-hmm. day, any given moment. And I say that kind of like flippantly, but I mean that sincerely, like there's nothing else I need to do than whatever it is I'm doing in any given moment. And then figuring out, do I like this thing? Do I not like it? Did I like what came on the other side of it? Did I not like it? And then Mm. choosing and pivoting from there. And I think you said something really helpful and something I also lean into as to like, for right now, I think this Mm -hmm. is a thing I want to do right now. That's all I need to worry myself with. Like I have no control (laughs) or no idea what my five year from now is going to look like, my 10 year from now it was going to look like. So it does myself a disservice to try to pretend to figure it out. Because five years ago, I would have never thought I would be Mm -hmm. sitting here in this Mm -hmm. place, doing these things, having these conversations. So back to the idea of like, what Mm -hmm. I want to do with my life what is my purpose being so grand? It's, it's a trick. It's a, it's a hmm. negative cycle of trying to figure out the thing as opposed to just doing the thing. Just, just do something Ooh. and then see if you like it. And if you like it, keep doing that thing. If you don't like it, do something different. And then keep doing that over and over and over and over again until your mission is complete, until you have no more opportunities to change things up. Yeah, I have so many chills. Oh my gosh. So you basically said, because I I tried to get the exact quote, but I didn't get the exact quote. But you basically said like purpose, finding, this is fast, finding your purpose, like this whole energy behind find your purpose, right? Is a trick and it's a negative cycle of trying to figure out the thing. That feels so true and so like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, because if you're looking oh for it, you don't even know what you're looking for. So how will you know if you find it? As opposed to just doing something and then getting yeah. the information you need to make more, yeah. more decisions and take more Ooh. action. The purpose is finding the purpose. No, the purpose is the path of the purpose. Yeah, it's just, just Not live. finding the purpose. Yeah. yeah. Just, you'll, you'll stumble upon it and then... It'll be your purpose for however long it needs it to. And then if you change your mind, that also frees you mm. up, right? Because if you think, oh, I have to find my purpose. This is it. I found it. You might feel beholden to that thing forever, even if you realize yes, you actually don't enjoy it or it's not giving you what you thought it would or you're not showing up in how you thought you should. Whatever the case is, when you allow yourself to just, just keep moving, just keep doing things, that gives you more opportunity and it allows you to live as opposed to checking boxes, meeting metrics, filling in slots, so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, as you were talking, I thought of just the phrase like transient purpose or like temporary purpose, mm-hmm. right? Like this is my purpose now. Yeah. You know, this is like, what, but, but it's just, it changes in any given day or, or any given season or year, or whatever it is, you know? Yep. That idea of for now, think, right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that it can be purpose. You can be living your purpose 
it just might keep changing. Mm-hmm. Right. That it's yeah. not like, yeah, it's like we're, we're continually living our purpose. It's like, uh, like if I think of like a fountain, right. It just keeps kind of returning and rechanneling and coming out. And it's like, it's always a fountain. It's always beautiful. It's always this water flowing, but it's different every time. Right. What, like the, what, who Pocahontas, like the thing about a river is every, you know, it's never the same river twice, right. (laughs) You step in a river, it's never the same river twice. I don't even know if that made sense, but it just came out to my brain. I was like, (laughs) the same, same river, like the purpose, right. But it's, it's just different every time, but it can still be purpose. I think, I think people can get really hung up and like, this feels good right now. And it feels like I'm doing good things. And I, I like, I am, I've been in this trap. I'm probably someone in this trap at the moment. Like, it's like, oh, this thing feels good and purposeful. And it also uses my gifts and my talents. And I don't know if it's like the ultimate thing that I will be doing. Like I have a sense that it's like, it will change. And so I think it can feel like I shouldn't be doing this now because it feels like it's going to change. So I should try to find the thing it's going to change into. Yeah. Because sometimes that's tied to feeling as though it's wasting time, right? Or wasting energy or wasting. And it's like, but what makes it a waste? If you've identified Mm. that it makes you happy, it's using Mm. your gifts in the way you want to use them. It's giving Mm -hmm. you something. Mm-hmm. How is that? A, are you a waste? Is your happiness mm. and enjoyment and sense of self a waste? And I think it just gets deeper into that idea of what do we view as worth it and what do we consider to count? And I'm putting all of these in air quotes. Mm. Hear the emphasis of my voice for listeners, right? But like, yeah. what makes something worth it to you? What makes something count? And it so it ties into like a whole thing about like hobbies and monetizing our hobbies. And do we even have hobbies mm. anymore? Do we have to have side bits? It's a whole nother stream of consciousness. Oh but my gosh. Yes. To redefine that for ourselves of if I sit down for five minutes and watch half a YouTube video, sure. Mm-hmm. In the grand scheme of things that didn't help move my business forward, but it made me laugh and mm. I needed that laugh. So I can go and mm-hmm. show up and do all the other things that I, I deem as important or moving things forward as well. So I think there's value in all of those things, even if it's not the thing, it's a thing. And just yeah. let it be that. Yeah. Yeah. I think too, like one of the things that I um, kind of struggled with, and I took this like little course about, from this creative dude um, like a year or so ago and he just talked about all his different projects and and it kind of made me realize and i think society does this and i think this is one of the reasons that we may feel like we have to find our purpose is like we also want a definition of ourselves we want that perfect instagram bio of who we are and what we offer mm-hmm. <laughs> and and the world wants that of us what do you who are you what do you do i need to figure this out i need to figure it out for me i need to know it of you and so when we're like i am blah 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 right like and yay sweet you found your purpose it's wrapped up and now you can define it and make it into you know a cute 150 character bio uh-huh. right and like some clever some clever super smart way to like put it together. It's like, yes. And then it's like three months later, you're like, okay, so new plan. And then people are like, who are you? What are you? And you're like, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know who I am anymore. So I don't know if you've, I don't don't know if I'm spilling into like other stuff, but it's, it's kind of like, so if our purpose is, if our purpose is ever changing, ever present, but ever changing, Right. And there are some people who may just feel really like, honestly, I'm just going to be a woodworker for the rest of my life. And that makes me happy. And I'm just going to tell people I'm a woodworker and I make, you know, like, and that's, that's fantastic. Even though other things, you know, kind of may change. But I think for people where the, the purpose piece feels more of like a flow and more like there's lots of change and, and, there is so much behind kind of creating a self definition. Mm-hmm. How would you kind of like 
what would be your advice <laughs> for people who are like, well, I kind of, I have, I have like a set of gifts and talents, but I'm still uncovering them. Like I'm kind of thinking about some friends and some people I know, and maybe some clients I work with, right? Mm-hmm. I'm still kind of uncovering what they are. And I think it's scary for people to just go full force into the unknown, mm-hmm. you know? And so to have some type of like, personal definition and that still allows for change Mm -hmm. yeah as you're saying this right i'm listening and i'm like nodding like a bobblehead doll because yes all of that right (laughs) the thing that just keeps like tapping in the back of my mind is like what we were laughing about earlier about like oh so you're human cool Mm. like great like okay you're special and then i think about like the, the logistics behind all of this right because a lot of the foundations that business is built on, that um, human connection is built on, was established eons ago, right? Like mm-hmm. years and years, yeah. centuries, decades. Yeah. And they come from a time where they didn't have the internet. Mm-hmm. The life expectancy was half what it is now, right? And like logistically, they could not imagine a time where you would have access to all of the possibilities and potential Mm. and see so many options available to you Mm -hmm. at your fingertips. Mm -hmm. Nor would they be able to imagine a time where you would have years upon years upon years to do things. Mm. But we live in a time now where I can pull out a handheld computer, (laughs) open an application and see, oh my goodness, someone is out here crocheting a dress. I can then go onto a website and learn how to crochet and then yeah. become someone who crochets a dress if they want as well. Then I also yeah. have, Lord willing, knock on wood, decades upon decades to go to do things. Yeah. And I say, and I list it out this way, because it was very easy back in the day, way, way, way back when, to say, this is a thing I do, and this is the only thing I do, mm. either because you don't have other options or you don't know about other options or access to other options or you just don't have time to do anything else like i'm going to make watches for the next 20 years because right you know i only got yeah but 20 years left yeah so flipping that to today to folks who might be in a place of like i have so many interests i'm, mul- I'm a multi-hyphenate or you know i have so many <laughs> things that i can do all i feel very things. hyphenated yes yes like what do I do first? Like, how do I find my thing? It's like, again, you don't just find a thing. Yeah. Test it out. Give yourself permission to change your mind. Give mm. yourself permission to access all the parts of you. And then when you're articulating that to other people, when they want you to define yourself, just say, hey, today, this is what I do. The way mm. I described my journey at the beginning of this call and conversation is very different than how I described it last week or last yeah. month or even last year. And I think it's really this idea that like, once we find the thing, that is the thing forevermore. And we're living in a time where forevermore is very long, right? Like, yeah. And it's just so limiting and it's so restrictive. And it also denies ourselves the opportunity to see who we could truly be. Like, I have no idea who I'm going to be. And based on the experiences and conversations and the people and the interact, like, I have no idea what that is. So why would I hold myself to the 2024 version of me Mm. five years from now, five months from now, just because I said it one time and now that's it forever? Please. There's a backspace button for a reason. Like, you're worried about your bio? (laughs) Just hit delete, delete, delete and retype. That's hilarious. Yes. Yeah. Hold on. I really enjoyed that. There's a backspace button for a reason. I also really liked your thing. Um, give yourself permission to change your mind and access all parts of yourself. I think that that just opens up so much, you know, just like so much to explore and so much possibility. Um, uh, so something else that, I was kind of thinking as we were discussing, you know, having this piece of our conversation is I feel like to, um, 
you know, I like as I was kind of talking, I heard kind of other things come in my brain where people are like, well, just find your values. Like find your values, right? It, you can you can be a swimmer. You can be, you know, you can climb mountains. You can, you know, sew dresses. You can be in IT or whatever. And and your values can still like carry you through, right? So having kind of like grounded values and then and that always feels a little like, well then my values have to stay the same. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, but maybe you know, they can, you know, yeah, they change too, you know, as we go through life, as we get older and, you know, have kids or don't have kids or, you know, where we live and life-changing circumstances can change them, you know? Yeah. And I, I think it goes back, something you said at the beginning that I really liked, um, as we're kind of talking about allowing things to change, mm-hmm. you had said, um, you were rechecking in with your definition of happiness. And I feel like in this whole, con- you know, kind of everything we've been talking about so far about like, you know, you can change your purpose. You can, you know, your values can change. Your definition of happiness can change. It's like, it's like, I guess, I guess for you, Clarity Coach uh, Diana Morris, when, like, when do you sit down and say, because I don't think people sit down. Right. I, I love that you were rechecking in with your definition of happiness. I don't think people are aware that, that the definition of their happiness or their values or their purpose has changed. Right. So if we, and I think they just keep going, but they just start to feel less and less aligned and more separated and mm-hmm. more resentful and unhappier and bleh, right. Yeah. So, So this concept of like checking in and allowing things to change, what would you like, I don't know, advise, schedule out? I'm like, give me a schedule for checking in with my happiness. Third quarter. Yes. (laughs) So I think the answer is in the question, not to be like, you know, but sincerely, right? Make the time, like there is no set time. Mm. I think it's a beautiful thing that collectively as humanity, we have decided that there's something happening with the calendar and like the first day mm. of what we've determined is the year we're going to collectively say that's new beginning. I think that's so beautiful and poetic. So mm-hmm. you can use that, right? Maybe for mm-hmm. some people that is part of the resolutions um, and the one word that is where they do the check-in of like, okay, let me look at the last 365 days and see like what was going on? What was I doing? How was I feeling? What do I want to take forward? What do I want to remix? Whatever. Mm-hmm. You can also do that for yourself as well. Right. So to the examples you gave of, you know, folks are moving along and they're just going, 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 and they're having the inkling in the back of their mind, that little twinge in their gut, their heartbeats picking up when they have to go into that meeting again or have that conversation again or do that thing again. That's usually a signal that, hey, knock, knock, there's something here that we need to take another look at. There's something Mm. happening here. I, I may not know what it is, but I know that there is something to take a closer look at. So giving yourself, again, that permission, inviting yourself to get curious about it, right? It doesn't need to be an indictment of, oh my God, you're doing something wrong. It doesn't need to be, you know, how dare you do X, Y, Z. You can look at it with a sense of compassionate curiosity and say, hmm, this is new. This is different. I wonder what this means, what it, what's going on here and what I can discover about it. because. When we're just moving along, moving along, moving along, it's very easy to go back to, you know, what we talked about in the beginning of hearing so many things, seeing so many things that you can lose sense or lose uh, a sense of self and lose sight of what actually works for you. What do you actually enjoy? What do you value? How do you want to show up and have people interact with you? Um, So I would say more succinctly, the first time you start noticing that your reaction to this thing is different than your reaction before. Mm -hmm. We all know where it's like, Ooh, I used to be okay with that, but now I'm not. Yeah. Or I used to enjoy this, but now it just doesn't feel the same or sound Mm -hmm. the same. 
or smell, taste, use your senses, tap in and mm-hmm. really start getting curious about what does that mean? And then taking time to sit down and kind of interview yourself about like, what's different? What's going mm-hmm. on? Mm-hmm. Right? And I think that's really the place and the space to make that happen. Yeah. 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 I love that. I also like, I'm going to pull something you set out from, you said from the very first line that you started. So I do a lot of the like journaling of like, what are we releasing? What are we embracing? Like you said, what are we taking forward? You said remixing. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, I love this. Did you just happen to say remixing randomly or is that like a yeah, concept kind of a that you kind of... Thing, but like I, I meant it, like just yeah. doing differently. It's not completely thrown out. Yeah. completely moving forward, but you just might like, you know, have a little <gasps> remix. Let's talk, let's, let's talk about that for a second, because that feels like, especially when it comes to new beginnings, it feels like, like a softer new beginning. It's not as intense. You don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater. It's really just kind of, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm pulling this into my, like, what do I want to remix? Yeah. Right. I just feel like that's such a cool concept. Like, it's always like, what are we getting rid of? Yes. It's like what are we... so definite and like, yes. Other end of the spectrum versus like a soft approach to. Yeah. Thing, yeah. Giving more flexibility. And I, and I think about remixes in music. I love music, right? I just mm-hmm. book tickets to a concert in September. I can't wait. But there are yes. so many different ways to make remixes. Some artists will change the entire arrangement. Right, mm-hmm. they'll change the entire melody. New instrument is like a completely different song, but it's still mm-hmm. got the spirit of the first one. Other mm-hmm. artists will just add a new feature. They'll bring someone on to do a verse, and it's just like the same thing, but like surprise. Here's a little razzle dazzle. So there are so mm-hmm. many different ways to remix whatever you've got going on throughout the spectrum. So it's not a complete either or. It's a both. Yeah. And. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah, the both and that's always that's always such a good reminder. I love that. I love that concept of the remix. I just think that's so neat. I love that. Okay. Um and let's let's talk about so since you kind of mentioned like the first of the year, right? Mm-hmm. I don't I can't do like January first, like the actual first. Mm-hmm. with anything big. My kids are out of school. Like they're, you know, they're, they got a middle schooler and an elementary, Oh, like almost high schooler, almost middle schooler. Like mm-hmm. we're about to just go high school, middle school. And they're home. Like they're home. We're hanging out in our pajamas. Like I'm not, they don't, you know, it's still like a week till they go back to school. I'm not doing anything big aside from being in my pajamas and slowly cleaning up Christmas. Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's my plan at the very beginning of the year. Yeah. But I do kind of like, um, I do like kind of the energy of it, like just kind of like the historical energy behind the changing of a calendar, Mm -hmm. like the flipping of a year, the number changes. I think there's something behind it. That's kind of like, Hey, even though it's literally just the next day, <laughs> there it that it does have this kind of collective, you know, centuries long energy behind this new year. Yeah. Um, and that's I talked about that in my first episode. Just, just kind of like, just if there's like one little thing, like if you just want to hitch onto that energy a little bit, like it's there for you. You know, um, I think spring is a great energy too. That's like. For any of the astrology people, that's the beginning of the astro- uh, astrological new year. So that's mm-hmm. when all the buds start coming out. So it's a great time to like, you know, kind of grow. But I, I think sometimes it can be hard um, when, if it's just like June 17th, <laughs> June, you know, like August 12th, <laughs> you know, and people are like, I really feel like a fresh start, but I feel like some people can just do it. But some people are like, I need to feel something around this. Like I need to make day one of whatever it is have significance, Mm -hmm. right? 
Yeah. Do you have any suggestions for someone who's like, I actually want to do these fresh things and I want to get some clarity around this thing and I want to get started, but like, I kind of want it to feel like I'm starting, maybe just, maybe I'm like the only person, but I'm always like, I will start at the first of the month or I'll start the first of the season. Like I get whacked out if it's just like a random ass day, <laughs> like I can't no. do it. That's so real. And I, I think there is something to that. It's the it's making it tangible, right? There's something to what you were saying about like, it's a whole, literally the numbers are changing in the years. Like that's definitely a brand new start. The spring, yeah. literally we're seeing green where it wasn't green before because things are growing. Yeah. So I think it's, you know, if it's important enough to you, you will do it. Mm. Right? Like you will make significance wherever it is. So if that means you buy yourself a little cake and you say, mm. you know what, every July 17th, this is my personal mm-hmm. year. Maybe you put it in your calendar, like attach some version of significance that reflects the value you're putting on the thing. If it's important Mm. enough that you want to do it, that's significant enough. So how can you make that celebration something for you that you can recognize knowing that no one else might get why every July 17th, you know, there's a little pep in your step. Or even just this year, like you don't need to announce it. Just, you know, July 17th is the first day of X, Y, Z, and then start moving forward in that direction. So I think it needs to be like a, if it's not going to be like the visible one that many people know about, is it enough for it to just be a personal one where it matters to you? And that's a symbolism that you're looking for and then commemorate it in whatever way you would maybe you get some sparkling apple cider or something right yeah yeah make it a little clincher as well yeah yeah I think that's great I love that that was so simple (laughs) that's so great I'm like yes yes yeah I started reading I'm one of those people that's why I asked it that has to like I feel like if I'm going to start something it needs to really I want it to be something cool. I started reading The Pivot Year this year. Do you know that book, The Pivot Year? No, who wrote who wrote it? Bri- uh, Brianna Weist, Weist, W-E-I-S-T. Okay. It's like a daily book. Mm-hmm. And it was like super calling my name in this yoga studio that I was going to during this kind of like hard season in um, October, November, December. And I was like, oh, I love this. And I was going to start it on my birthday, which is in December. So I was like, I kind of align with the end of the year, which is like a great time. Mm-hmm. And I, I, they had accidentally charged me for two at the place. And they were like, oh, and it was a really pain in the ass for them to get the whole system to do it. And they were like, we'll refund you. And I was like, honestly, I was thinking about getting it for one of my best friends anyway. Like, I'll just get two. And then I was like, well, she's not going to want to start on my birthday. And like, I want to start with her. And I was, this is my brain. I was like, well, I was, she's probably going to want to start on January 1st. And I was like, all right, I'm going to try to wait. So my birthday passed and like, I had all of this energy that was like, open it and read it. Oh, it was like calling to me. And I was like, so I went, she doesn't live far. I wrapped it up and I dropped it off at her house because it was like December 12th. And I happened to open this like astrology app that I have and it was like the last new moon of the year. And it was like, it's 1212, which symbolizes like all like an ending of cycles. And it's the last new moon. And I was like, we're doing it on 1212. I can't wait any longer. I was like, 1212 it is. <laughs> it's how intense I get. And she was like, I'm in, I'm in. And so we like started that day. But I had to like, I had to look everywhere to like give myself permission to start something that was very much calling me. And I've read it now every single day. I think I'm on day like 35. Um, and then I do my morning pages after that. And it's always profound. It's always incredible. And it's just letting me know that like, just trust when your your body, your soul, your mind, whatever it is, is like, do the thing. Like, just do it. Yeah. Do it. Because it could, you don't know when it's gone, you know, like that flame, like goes. Yeah, like that inspiration when it, there's a reason why whatever it is, is calling out to you. Whatever it is yeah. to do, release, pick up. There's a reason why you've gotten that little burst. So just follow yeah. it through and see. And then yeah. also trust that if for whatever reason you don't, it will come back around to you as well. Right. So I also want to yeah. like 
highlight that, that it's not a one and done, like, oh, I missed the window. Because for you, you were able to find another window that you were able to right. start on that also <laughs> had meaning that you could attach significance to. So what, and if it hadn't been right. that, another burst would come as well. So yeah, knowing on yeah. the other side of it, like it's not a one and done thing. Very few things in life right. are one and done. Yeah. Although that's, I'm an only child and my mom always says one and done. So <laughs> that's Maybe only children, same, are, like, only children are one and done. Yeah. <laughs> like, are coming back at me. Yeah. <laughs> there are some coming things back. I can't undo. You can't take back. I recognize. Yeah. For everything yeah. else, lean into yes. it. Yes. Yeah. And I think it goes back to also just your like making significance, right? Like I could have made any day a significant day by adding some little details or whatever I wanted, right? To like reading the first day. <laughs> Lit some candles, like, put on some, some candles, meditation. <laughs> meditation, got in a tub, whatever, you know? Yes. Had some kombucha in like my fun <laughs> champagne glasses. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All the things. Yes, yes. Um, okay, I think I really like... Um, Let's see. We've got another like 10, you know, 10, 15 minutes or so. Um, if there's anywhere you want to go, you tell me. Is there anywhere you want to dive into around new beginnings? I love the fact just... you're drawing out for us. So I'm just following your lead. Okay. I think we're hitting on all the things naturally. I as know. Well. Yeah. I know. Um, oh, you have so many good things. Okay. I think I really like, and we kind of talked about it, but let's just kind of like, I feel like we kind of talked about it in the purpose a little bit, but let's like, let's put a little like head on the nail, nail on the head, nail on the head, head on the nail. Hit the nail on the head. Um, thanks. Which is um, how, like, how, how do you plan ahead when the future is unknown? <laughs> I think we all really got a slap of that during COVID. And I think it really just still feels so like, how do we make these plants? How do we know for sure, right? If we don't know what's happening in the world, let alone just in our lives, you know, with the people we love, with our own our own health, our own passion change, you know, like, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I'm going to hope you have an answer to that. <laughs> what is the answer I have? I think, you know, and so much of this falls in the same vein as we've yeah. been discussing already, right? Of yep. figuring out like, what do you need mm. at bare minimum? Using a mm. COVID time as an example, right? Where a lot of things were shut down, the, the pace slowed down. Folks, you know, if you had children in schools, they were now in the house. People were working from home if possible. There was so much in flux. And then there was a huge question mark of like, what does this actually mean? What does it do? What happens next? And then, you know, it kind of trickled out and evolved as we got more information, whatever the case may be. And I think when the future is uncertain, figuring out like at bare minimum, what will you need to be okay? Mm. Regardless of whatever else is going on. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of that comes down to the concrete, um, like, we live in a capitalist society, so we need money, right? So we mm -hmm. need fair things for necessity, food, shelter, clothing, to the extent we can get them. Mm. What are those needs for you in addition mm -hmm. to and outside of that? What do mm -hmm. you need for yourself in order to be emotionally fulfilled, cared for, safe? Mentally fulfilled, cared for, safe in your relationships, in your health, all of these different areas of your life? and then what will you be doing to help you accomplish that in your day-to-day, -day, right? What mm. type of work will you be doing? What type of connections will you be forming? What kind of mm. connections will you be maintaining? What are some things you'll do in your downtime to the extent you have downtime? What are some things that you'll be taking on? And I think because you don't know what's coming next, what are the things you can control in those variables? You're like, I mm -hmm. can control who I sit on the phone with for an hour. Mm. Right, I can control to a certain extent who I align myself with in the workplace. Like, wh where do I work? Who gets my skills and talents and energy? Mm -hmm. And it's so more like there's no one concrete thing I can say of like step one. 
build a shelter. (laughs) Right. Build a shelter. There's none of that. Yes. Yes. But it's more so figuring out for yourself, what do you need? Yeah. If all else falls to the wayside, if you have access to nothing else, what are those bare necessities for you and yours? And how can you make sure that you have access to them on a continuous basis, knowing that you only know (laughs) as much as you can look at in the moment? Yeah. 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 I love that. And I think it just like, I mean, excuse me. I mean, it's so, it's obviously so true, but I, I, we don't often go back to that. You know, I think, I think just so much of it is, honestly, I think so much of it is like, what, what do I want other people to think of me? You know, then we start there. Yeah. Instead of what do I need? Which again, we're social beings, like back to the, oh, so you're human. Mm. Great. Right. Like we, we, by design are social creatures. So we want to be in a pack, right? We want to have people around us because we need it for survival. The question Mm -hmm. then becomes, okay, but who are those other people? Of course I, I care what people Mm. think about me. We all do to some extent, like we all care about what other people think about us. It's a matter of defining whose opinions actually matter. Is it the stranger on the internet who's in your comment section on Instagram? Or is it the person sitting beside you on the couch in the evening? Is it your family? Is it your friends? Like, And when you're able to define whose opinion actually matters, that helps clarify for you the things that you will actually focus on and what you'll be able to release. You're so good at the secondary questions. You're so good at the like, I'll say this and you're just like, yeah, but then this, (laughs) but who's like, what people are we talking about? And like, when it was like, how can I be sure? I was like, what are we, what do we want to be sure about? It was like, and every single time I'm like, damn, so good. (laughs) Like, I didn't even, wasn't even in my brain. It's so, it's so, we just forget, like, we just forget to go. It's can be so hard. I think it, or yeah, it can be so easy, I think, to just be outward and we can forget to just be like inward, right? Like even in, even in the, the comparison of like, what do I need to be okay versus what do I want other people to think of me, right? One is inward, one is outward. And then you took that who are the people that matter? And you're like, and bringing it back to you, like bringing it back to internal, bringing it, just slowing it down, getting it out of like the outside world, you know, they're so good. I just want, I just need you to like, I just want a little Diana in my brain. (laughs) (laughs) So that when like, I don't know, do you know the Enneagram? Are you Enneagram person at all? Yeah. Enneagram. Okay. You're five. Oh, yeah. That's so exciting. There aren't a lot of fives. There aren't a lot of fives who are willing to um, kind of talk <laughs> and do things. They all hide. You don't find a lot of them on Instagram. And I know I went to yours and you were like, look, I'm not on Instagram anymore. Like, if you need me, let me know. And that yeah. makes so much sense now that I know you're a five. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I did, um, I did a whole bunch of training for Enneagram. I did 144 hours in the narrative Enneagram, which is really cool because you talk to people. So like you have panels of people who are fives. And so you like get to know them and see how their energy is just so different from like fours and twos and seven, you know? Um, Like as an investigator, that sounds very cool. (laughs) It was, it was the best. It's called the narrative Enneagram. I highly recommend it. It just like, it, it, it just gave me a complete, like a brand new perspective on people in general. And then just like, I think more of a capacity to be with people. Like to just be present for people, um, and so it was just—I just think everyone should just do it anyway. I'm like, everyone just get trained in the enneagram. Um, but a five, okay. So you have a six connection, so I'm a seven, and so uh, I feel like I get all like the six—the six worry thoughts. I'm like, I feel like I need Diana in there, just being like, here's the secondary question that's going to move you right out of that. <laughs> Have you also considered this? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Also, calm down, read a book. Let's use logic. Like, <laughs> it's 
logic our way out of this situation. Um, oh my gosh. I, I, um, I could keep talking. We are at an hour. I try to kind of keep guests around like an hour zone. Um, is there anything else you want to add or like, I think maybe a final question. Um, I have your clarity workbook, which I got like forever ago. It's gorgeous. So dear guests, Diana has, it is how, so the whole thing is 240 pages. Um, it is a clarity workbook with like a hundred pages of getting clarity in every area of your life and how to get clarity. And then like a whole bunch of notes pages in the back. It's beautifully designed. It's obviously very clear and easy to go through. Um, so I would like to, I'm assuming, I'm hoping you're still selling this. Are you still selling your? Yes, it is okay. still available. Yes. Okay. And I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, but it's just, it's, beautiful and, and lovely and goes everything from career and purpose to even just kind of like fun. I love that journal prompts for when you want to stroll down memory lane. Like that is <laughs> the sweetest thing. It's just like oh, journal prompts for when you want to process some things. I love that you're a process, process some things because sometimes it's like, yeah, I'd like to process some things. And sometimes it's like, yeah, I'd really like to fucking process some things. <laughs> and you're like, and it's just this like gentle invitation, like, yeah, can you just process your intense anger and hatred for someone <laughs> around you? You can just do that right here. <laughs> there are some prompts to get you started. prompts <laughs> to get you started. You've, but you have so many beautiful, beautiful things in there. So I think maybe just to end, um, and it's not all journal prompts, by the way. I just want to let everyone know that there's like a lot of activities um, to really help guide you. You start your book with what is clarity. So why don't we kind of end this a little bit with getting clear on clarity? Like what is what is clarity and how can it like help us move forward for any any new beginnings at any time? For me in this moment, clarity is a sense of knowing. Mm -hmm. Right? Just knowing why, how, what, and Part of it is certainty, right? Like I'm certain of this thing. I know that I'm doing this because blank. I know that I'm reacting this way because whether it be because you're Enneagram five or because you didn't have breakfast and you're hungry, <laughs> mm. you're very clear on the behind the scenes, the ins and outs of who you are, why you are, how you are. And it's an evolving thing. Like there's no set point with it because what you're clear about today might be very confusing tomorrow. Mm about right now might be very clear tomorrow because you slept on it or you finally had a Snickers bar or whatever mm -hmm. the case may be. But it's really taking in information and making decisions and actions and understanding from it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And obviously that helps us with new beginnings because the clearer we are, the more succinctly we can move forward. We can feel inspired and we can feel like we know what the next step is. Yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. Whatever Happy that New Year. Year is for you. Yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. This was wonderful. Thank you so much. I would love to know what you thought about this episode and if you had any aha moments and if it shifted your thinking, always feel free to reach out and DM me on Instagram at Liza Hippler. And if you want to win a photo shoot with me, don't forget to go to LizaHippler.com slash anniversary. Get signed up for the anniversary extravaganza, which starts on February 7th, 2024. It's going to be awesome. As always, create beautifully. <laughs>